0: Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Monday morning, January 30th. I'm Jake Reyes and this is The Point from WUFT News. (music) The town of Micanopy is reeling after a town hall meeting on January 10th where it was alleged that Commissioner Mike Roberts made homophobic remarks to two local business owners. WUFT's Kristen Moorhead spoke to Town Commissioner Gianna Williams about what happened.
1: Um, At the closing of the meeting there were several merchants that had come to the town meeting and it requested to be heard during the public comments portion of the of the meeting and at that time they expressed concern that two of the shop owners had in essence packed up and left the town due to comments that had been made by a commissioner that was sitting on the board and at that time we began to discuss the events that actually led to that. The um, the commissioner at hand expressed his side of the story, and we heard the town side. Um, we asked several questions of, of the lawyer in terms of what we're permitted to do or what is in our charter that protects us or is there a code of conduct that we're held to at that time. Um, and legally speaking, we, you know, we were informed that he has every right to his First Amendment and because of his First Amendment right, the town was not able to take any action on that matter.
2: And can you describe some of what was said on either side at that meeting?
1: The merchants expressed their version of the story, which was that there had been homophobic remarks made by the commissioner to an individual during a period where he was acting in his professional capacity outside of his town duties. Um, The individual that he made the comment to referred that information back to the owners of Restless Mamas, and at that time, they felt unsafe or that it was not the environment that they would, that they preferred to be in at that time. Um, The commissioner gave his version of the story and that it was more, uh, he said it in a manner of describing who they were, not to single out who they were. Either way, um, there's room for growth here in this situation as a town and I think in essence that's What the town is really wanting to see is accountability as to how those words may have hurt other individuals and the actions that we would need to take to rectify it as much as possible.
2: There have been uh, accounts of certain code enforcement violation letters that were sent. Um, Do you know anything about what had happened with that?
1: I recently found out about the code enforcement letters. There's a chain of command that happens in town politics where, you know, certain things they again they go through channels before they're brought to the commission's attention that letter was sent outside of the situation with restless mamas but i i can see the correlation unfortunately that's not i wholeheartedly believe that that was not the intention of the town but again there's room for growth and discussion here on what it means to be inclusive and tolerant
2: and speaking of town, the town growth, um, are there any potential policy changes or things that are being put in place to prevent something like this from happening in the future?
1: That is not something that we have discussed as of yet, but as a commissioner, I'm definitely open to exploring. Again, I think and I feel that having these types of discussions and being able to go back and look at some of our, our older policies is important. Because the times are changing, and and if we desire to really be an inclusive town, we have to look at what that means in terms of our policies as well.
2: And I I read uh, recently that the Alachua County Board of County Commissioners has requested to to meet with the town, with Micanopy's Town Commissioners. Um, Do you have any more information about when that meeting might potentially be?
1: It has not been scheduled as of yet, but it is in the works to happen as soon as possible. This isn't an issue that can be swept under the rug, nor should it be swept under the rug. The only way to deal with it is to deal with it head on. Again, accountability is um, very big for me. It's important for me that individuals know that Micanopy really is a very diverse town. We're made up of a very eclectic group of individuals, there's artists, there's poets, there's um, doctors, there are homemakers, professionals in all types of capacities and while this does put a negative light on the town, it also gives us an opportunity to deal with the areas that need to have the most healing at the moment.
2: And um, I've heard from some residents that this isn't the first incident that they've encountered with the commissioner who allegedly made those remarks. Um, Can you speak on if there's any potential checks that can be put in place or what the town might be able to do? I know you said previously that it was a a First Amendment issue, but um, is there anything that the town can do moving forward?
1: Per our lawyer, due to it being a First Amendment right, there's there's a protection that not only is he permitted to have, but that is open to anyone that steps um, into the room. Personally, I do feel that even with our freedom to say what is on our mind at any given point, our words have power, and because of that, we have to be mindful of how we say things and how we articulate them at any given point, no matter if I'm acting in my capacity as a commissioner or as a mother or as a state employee, it's important that I conduct myself and say things that I would hope I would never regret in the long run. Um, In terms of policy, again, I'm very eager and open to exploring if there is not something that could be put in place to hold us accountable.
2: And is there anything else that you'd like to add?
1: Again, I'd like to just say that we're a a great town. We're made up of several merchants. I would encourage um, individuals to not hold this against them. They are, in a lot of ways, the bread and butter of Micanopy and what makes us unique. We have a fall festival annually that is centered around the heart of downtown Micanopy and they don't deserve the backlash that may come of the situation and the remarks that were made by one individual. Um, And I just hope that we're able to, again, grow from this as a community. I'm eager and optimistic because of the town's response to the situation at hand and how everyone is banding together to um, enforce change in their own. And I think that it's really great to see Micanopy wake up in that way politically and just as neighbors for one, one another to make sure that we have a town that remains um, a reflection of what we, we truly have in our heart.
0: That was WUFT's Kristen Moorhead on Mikinobi Commissioner Mike Roberts allegedly making homophobic remarks to local business owners. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. A Florida lawmaker is refiling a bill that lets businesses sue local governments over arbitrary and unreasonable ordinances. Florida Politics is reporting that Senate Bill 170, which was reintroduced by Panama City Republican Senator Jay Trumbull, would allow businesses to sue counties for up to $50,000 if an ordinance is found to have an impact on business. Opponents of the bill say it's an extreme overreach of state government, but if passed, Senate Bill 170 will go into effect on October 1st. Local election officials in the state are calling to throw out new ID rules for mail voting. According to NPR, a group of local election officials warned the Florida Department of State that the new identification requirements, which will require voters to provide a driver's license number or partial Social Security number on their ballots, will create significant election reporting delays and a slew of costs for local election offices. Election supervisors are hoping lawmakers entirely scrap these new vote-by-mail requirements during this year's legislative session, but if not, they hope implementation is at least postponed until after the 2024 presidential election. Florida is leading the country in Affordable Care Act enrollment, also known as Obamacare. WUSF reports that more than 3.2 million people in the state sign up for the benefits through the marketplace. That's nearly 500,000 more people than last year. The director of Florida covering kids and families at USF, Jody Ray, says a contributing factor of the large enrollment is because Medicaid has not been expanded upon. According to the report by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, Florida has 1 million more enrollments than the next highest state on the list, Texas. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org to subscribe and view the most recent issues. I'm Jake Reyes, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida's College of Journalism and Communications. Have a great Monday.